Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Man, it's just been a fire hose of, of mostly bad news here for the better part of two years. Well, actually, since the dawn of time, we don't... Why is it that good news isn't newsworthy, right? We hear the bad... We fixate on the bad, we debate the bad, but um, there's plenty of good stuff, good people doing amazing things here in Minnesota, and I'm so happy that Laura Oaks, who is a card-carrying journalist, takes time to focus on the good people doing good things. Laura, looking forward to this week's edition of Laura's Good News Sunday morning. And on your is it on your podcast already? Yep, the podcast is up right on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcasts. Awesome. And mm-hmm. I hear you had an interview with Neil Justin yes. at the Star Tribune. Love Neil Justin. I've known yeah. Neil, Neil Justin for, for quite a while. We first met in the early 2000s when I was actually a producer here at WCCO Radio. And uh, he was a regular guest on the show that I produced, so I got to know him a little bit then, but hadn't seen him for many years until we kind of just recently reconnected so i loved chatting with him and hearing about this whole new life he has Mm -hmm. since getting sober since quitting alcohol almost seven years ago and and we just it was a delightful chat i learned so much about him and as you know neil covers the worlds of um, tv and radio he also is a comedy critic now for the star tribune he's been doing this for nearly 30 years and with that job, he gets to travel to places like Hollywood on a regular basis. He has interviewed and rubbed shoulders with celebrities his entire career. And with that, you know, he's been no stranger to the parties and the late nights yeah. and the alcohol and just that that uh, fast-track lifestyle, basically. Mm-hmm. And he told me that by his mid-40s, it just wasn't fun anymore. He said the good times were just not so good. The bad times got worse Alcohol became his best friend and then his only friend. Um, a lot of times when people kind of hit their wall and decide to get some help, something uh, significant or traumatic happens in their lives, and that happened with him too. He had a bad car crash, and uh, he wasn't seriously hurt or anything, but he did get arrested. And he just said that the, the shame and embarrassment of that was finally what drove him to enter Hazelden's alcohol treatment program in huh. his mid forties. Yeah, that was that was his rock bottom. That was Fre- it. Yep. Wow. Right. You know, good for Neil for coming forward yep. and ultimately uh, helping other people who are going through similar challenges right now. Exactly, and he, it was really fun to hear him talk about 
all of the things he loves to do now, now that he's not tied to that alcohol. And he, mm-hmm. he's a big fan of old historic homes and American history. So he takes these road trips all over the country, visiting some very obscure places. One of his things that he loves to do is go to the presidential homes of just presidents that nobody really cared about. Like he said, he went to Millard Fillmore's house and Franklin Pierce's house He's been to a banjo museum. He uh, told me he recently (laughs) went to an obscure little bluegrass concert on a porch in Alabama. So he's doing all of this cool stuff that he never really had the time or inclination to do now that he can do it. So it's fun to hear what he's up to. And he's loving life now and just so grateful that he got the help that he got when he did and that that car crash didn't hurt any other people and right. you know yeah so it's a really nice conversation very inspirational especially for maybe somebody who's considering giving up drinking wow mm-hmm. I, I will definitely check that out and i hope our listeners check that out as well what's on what else is on your show sunday morning well another fun thing this week paul the second baby eaglet in the minnesota dnr's eagle cam nest has hatched just today oh just today. Nice. And yes, but on the podcast, we do revisit part of my conversation with the um, DNR information officer, Lori Nauman, who runs that camera. And we, I had her on maybe a month or so ago, right after the eggs had been laid. And she kind of talks about how these eagles, just the comings and goings in the nest and just how these eggs actually make it through the winter and some of the stuff that you see on this eagle cam. She, she calls them, I'll put these in quotation marks, prey items when the the mom and dad eagles bring the food up to the nest and it can be kind of gruesome sometimes and there is a prey item in there right now i just checked the camera and i'm not sure what what it is it's pretty bloody but you know that's life and that's nature in action we can learn so much from it so that's another part of the show we also have a nice book recommendation from one of my ramsey county librarians paul lye And talking about the Supper Club trend with Pioneer Press food editor Jess Fleming, including a nice review on her favorite local Supper Club. And I won't tell you what it is. You'll have to listen and find out. Supper Club's a bigger deal in Wisconsin than Minnesota, but that seems to be changing, right? Well, they're coming here, too, and she does talk about that. She is from Wisconsin, so she is a purist when it comes to Supper Clubs. Hmm. She loves them. She knows the differences between an authentic Wisconsin Supper Club and what we're maybe kind of trying to do here. And that's a little bit about what she talks about. Very cool. Yeah. I will be tuned in for that. I'm going to check out your podcast. And and the whole eagle thing. I, yeah. I'm so happy that eagles are staging a comeback. Yes. I mean, we have eagles in our backyard, and I tell people in other, you know, less interesting parts of America, right. I got eagles circling my yard. Isn't and they're like, awesome? no, you don't. You're making that up. Yeah. I saw a hawk in our, in the tree in our neighbor's yard that hangs over into our yard last summer. And it's it's just breathtaking when you yep. see these raptors that are, you know, you know that they're big birds and they're, they do what they do. But when you see one up close, mm-hmm. like in your yard, it's, it's breathtaking. It's so cool. Laura's good news. Laura, thank you thank for the you. update. We'll be tuned in and uh, have a great weekend. You too. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. When we come back, the United States, according to President Biden, will be welcoming 100,000 refugees from Ukraine. We're going to talk with one individual whose organization is helping to bring those people 
to the United States. What needs to be done? What more can we all do to help? He's up next. Paul Douglas with you. It's Friday. Jordana will be joining us at about 5.07 with a quick update. DJ producing. Hope your Friday is going well. Uh, With us right now to talk about refugee resettlement, specifically focused on Ukraine, is Carl Nelson. Carl is the president of Transform Minnesota. That's the parent organization of Arrive Ministries, which does refugee resettlement here in the state of Minnesota. And again, their mission statement, live out God's command to welcome refugees and immigrants in Minnesota. We do that through direct case management and by mobilizing church teams to adopt families for their first year here in the United States. Carl Nelson, welcome. Well, hello, Paul. Good to be with you this afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. I want to hear more about what you are doing uh, specifically with Transform Minnesota and Arrive Ministries. We, We have a family that we've kind of adopted here at CCO, our afternoon show, Carl, uh, Dasha and Mark. Um, mm-hmm. Turns out Dasha has a sister in Ukraine who was in Ukraine, fled Ukraine with her kids, went to Poland, and they're trying to get uh, her sister and her kids to the United States. Dasha has a spare bedroom. Uh, they're going through all the paperwork, trying to do everything the right way in terms of visas and mm-hmm. getting into the United States. And not that they're getting the runaround, but there's so much uncertainty, and it might take a year or two. Are are you running into similar challenges right now with other people from Ukraine trying to come to the United States? Yeah, yeah, we are, and this is a really common question, and you know, we have helped resettle Ukrainian refugees for, you know, all the way back to the fall of the Soviet Union. So there are families that we're connected to, and, and we hear their questions as well. There's a lot of connections between Minnesota and Ukraine. Uh, yeah, so I think people are trying to figure out, is it possible for, you know, refugees who are in Poland and other European countries to come here? And, you know, this is what we know from our, you know, there was this announcement yesterday by the administration, you know, that the U.S. is going to accept, uh, you know, maybe up to 100,000 refugees. And here's what we we know kind of from our federal partners today is that it's, it's taking them a little bit of time to figure out exactly what are going to be the legal pathways that people could use. So there is there isn't a timeline for that right now. But, um, you know, it could be that some people, you know, will come here temporarily. Um, others are probably seeking permission to, like you were talking about the family you've adopted, permission to join relatives who are already living here. And, you know, it's going to take a few weeks probably for the federal government and the uh, State Department, which oversees this area, to kind of figure out exactly what are the legal pathways and how will they be, how are we going to be able to be involved in this response? Carl, based on your experience, and it goes back to even, you know, settling, um, resettling Afghan refugees Mm -hmm. as well as Ukrainian, how long does it take? I mean, does it, are we talking months or years or how long? Well, oftentimes for for refugees who are um, in refugee camps around the world, it does take years. I, I think about um, I, I think one of about our board members at Arise Ministries is a pastor from Africa, and he he lived for 17 years in a refugee camp in Africa before he ever came to the United States as a refugee. That's the typical story. So, 
Um, you know, Afghanistan, you know, that's been in the news most recently. I mean, that was a, a very unusual circumstance. You know, they came within a matter of a few months. And frankly, we're, we're still helping those families, and we probably will still be helping Afghan refugees who've come in the last few months. We're going to be helping them for the next, you know, the next year or two. So thinking of the Ukrainian refugees you know, in Europe right now, uh, you know, many of them, and we've heard some, some feedback from people that, you know, we've heard through networks as well. You know, a lot of them, really what they want to do is, is they, they really want to be able to go back to Ukraine. I mean, they're hoping that this war is going to end. Right. Uh, they're going to be able to go back and rebuild their country. And so for some of them, yeah, some of them are need a place to go temporarily. Um, there's going to be some who are, they're going to have to find a permanent place to resettle. But I suspect that many of them right now are, are still holding out hope that this, this war can come to an end and they're going to be able to go back to Ukraine. Yeah, we, we certainly hope that's the case. I guess what's going through my mind, look, we want to vet people. Uh, we yeah. want to make sure we know who's coming into the country. I get that. But yep. Poland is accepting, what, one to two million? And yeah. here we are in the United States, greatest country on the planet, 100,000. I mean, can't we do any better than that? Can't there be some way to fast track this so we can get those, you know, women, children over here faster? It just seems like presidential decree. I don't know what's required if, if this requires Congress and, and new legislation, but we could be doing more faster. That's just yeah. where my head yeah, goes. I mean, it, it will. Much of this. Uh, I mean, so the president can um, you know, make certain decisions on his own within the existing refugee program. Um, you know, going beyond that, it, it will take congressional action. So, for example, um, you know, potentially you know, allowing Ukrainians who have extended family members living here in the United States who are willing to, like you said, your friend who's got a bedroom, it's got a place to host them. Yeah. Know, it probably would take some type of congressional action to open up a, you know, a legal pathway or a visa class that would allow people like that. Uh, to be able to come here temporarily, and you know, beyond that, the, you know, you know, the hundred thousand that the um, president said yesterday. I mean, that's more. I mean, just to put it in perspective, that's more people than the United States has resettled in any year for the last, uh, you know, five or six years. So, I mean, that would be a significant increase from what we have done before. Mm -hmm. And. Okay. Um, you know, as a, you know, I've been around and involved in a refugee resettlement work for 25 years now, and. Um, frankly, you know, our organizations and others like us right now are overwhelmed uh, as we've been helping, you know, over 50,000 Afghan refugees come to the United States. So, you know, one of the challenges, you know, yes, we want to help Ukraine, but um, in some ways, you know, we're, we're overwhelmed and, you know, our, our service systems need support if we're going to be able to respond um, any more than we already are. Hey, Carl, Dumb question here. I'm full of them. I'm full of yeah. I'm full of a lot. But um, if somebody listening right now wants to host a family from Ukraine, is that even an option? How how can people help? I I feel helpless. I'd love to be able to do more than just you know write out a check. It just seems too easy. But if if somebody has room and wants to host a family, or even contribute to what you're doing with Transform Minnesota. Uh, how can how can listeners get involved? So it's it's probably not possible to host a family right now until you know at some point until some decisions are made about how these Ukrainian refugees are going to come here. Uh, most likely, many of them 
will probably join family members or connect with you, the Ukrainian community that's already here, which is fairly well established. So, right. um, yeah, but there could be, I mean, there, there will be options, you know, something that, you know, people could do around housing and, you know, refugees that were already helping, they need housing. I mean, they need affordable housing. They need jobs. Um, you know, if people want to, you know, what are the ways, I mean, you don't, you know, yeah, we want to get personally tangibly involved. I, I get that. Um, you know, right now the greatest need is on the ground in Europe, and you know, World Relief is our partner that we work with for refugee resettlement. I mean, they're working and responding on the ground through church partners in Poland and Western Ukraine and places like that. And you know, I mean, it it does take resource, so in some ways, you know, we do need funds flowing through those channels to help that. And you know, if people want to get involved and help, a you know, if you want to help Ukrainians who will eventually be coming here to the United States, you know, one of the ways is to help us as we help refugees who are already here, right? You know, from global conflicts that have already faded from the headlines. So, right. you know, the Afghan refugees and, um, you know, if you go to at, at Arise Ministries, if you go to our donate page to our give items, we actually have a registry there where we list these like specific household items that we need because we set up a household for these people, you know, everything from kitchen items to bedding to bathroom items. And it's all right there on the website. Wow. And, you know, that's a tangible way in a really meaningful way that the community can get involved. Yeah. Ariveministries.org. I know you've resettled 247 Afghan refugees and 11 other countries just in the last six months. So appreciate the mission that you're on. You have an amazing team. And I'm I'm really happy you could come on and explain this to listeners. Carl Nelson, President and CEO, Transform Minnesota. Keep it up, and thank you for the update, Carl. God bless. You're welcome, Paul. Have a good afternoon. You too. Thank you. And right now we need a judge. We're going to take a deep cleansing breath, and we're going to have some weird news headlines. So if you could be a judge, if you can be impartial, and at least pretend. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
tend to be impartial, then at the end of hearing three different stories, pick me. If if that if if that's you, uh, call us right now. We we need a judge, an impartial judge. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Some very weird news coming next. But after in honor of jp yeah yeah this is jp who was yeah. drinking tequila earlier is that right the cheap stuff <laughs> this is the good stuff yeah jose cuervo J- jp will be on shortly to defend his honor <laughs> in the meantime uh jane is our celebrity guest judge today a very proud day for you jane uh welcome thank you paul Is Jordana with you today? No, no, she's not. She actually is taking the day off. She'll be on at 5.07 for a quick update. But she's hanging out with friends before today and catching up and getting some much-needed hugs before driving down to the Mayo Clinic next Monday for another round of chemo. But thank you for joining us today. And you know the drill. Three stories. You have to vote for the weirdest of the weird. So, um... Here we go. And, and we should start with JP since we impugned his honor. I know you only drink the good tequila, right, JP? Sure, we can go with that. <laughs> God help us. Um, you doing okay, Jerry? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Okay. I'm, I'm doing well. You? All right. Well, it depends who you are. I'm, I'm a hot mess. I'm glad it's Friday. Jane, how are you doing? Well, um, I had... Um um, some beers before I called you, so I'm tuned up. Oh, excellent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, it helps if you're a little lit listening to this show. Um, so, uh, it's happy J- hour. <laughs> it is. It's happy hour somewhere. JP, why don't you go first? You have honors. <laughs> I call heads. What's in the box? Well, it depends on who's asking because someone stole a box of disembodied human heads intended oh. for medical research from a company truck oh. company or let's say from a truck company in Denver. Denver police are investigating after they received a report on March 3rd about a theft from a freight company truck. Police say an unknown suspect or suspect stole a blue and white box of human heads from a parked truck. It happened about a week ago, but cops are now talking about it. It's unclear if the thief knew the box had human heads inside, but cops say it had a label that said exempt human specimen. The case is bizarre and has rightly spooked nearby residents. So far, no arrests have been made, and police aren't sure what the suspect or suspects might use the heads for or where the heads are headed. <laughs> oh, Jerry, didn't think you could make that Oof. story any worse, but you just, wow. Okay, uh, thank you for that. That is weird. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll grant you that. Uh, okay, DJ, can you top that? <laughs> I can I can certainly try. This is Please. a story out of Australia where there's a new kind of theme park. It's uh, have you ever seen one of those like ninja warrior shows where they're hitting each other and walking and falling into the water and all that stuff? Well, apparently there's a new theme park 
that is a like ninja warrior course. So you pay your admission and you go in and there's trapeze swings and climbing walls and inflatable zorbs and massive water slides and trampolines and all this stuff. And you pay your admission like a normal theme park and you go and run around. You can take the kids and get your season passes. And after a successful season, they were forced to lock down for five months. And then they were all ready and geared up to reopen again when they, quote unquote, had to close for unforeseen circumstances. It seems that 85-year-old William Freeth took the theme park to court because they were too loud and too big and too noisy. By the way, my headline, bringing Get Off My Lawn to a whole new level. Apparently, William was not told about the extent of the over 3,000 square meter theme park. He says he thought it was just a children's playground. Of course, they argue and they're still in litigation. But as of now, you cannot, unfortunately, go play at the new Ninja Warrior themed theme park in Auckland, Australia. Ah, that is so disappointing. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. All right. I'm going to cancel my trip. Okay. That is so weird. Um, okay. Uh, DJ, I know you like your Mountain Dew. Yep. And, and JP, I know you like your cheap tequila. <laughs> um are we mix them? Are, are we? We should have a party. Mix them. My, well, we could. <laughs> Haven't thought about that. I wonder. <laughs> that would probably taste pretty awful. Yeah, okay, my headline: Another sign of the pending apocalypse. Pepsi and IHOP have teamed up to produce a limited edition cola available only to fans online. Pepsi maple syrup cola. Ooh will be available to the first 2,000 fans who respond with a photo of their pancakes <laughs> and use the hashtag show us your stack on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, by the way, and if that doesn't gross you out, Pepsi X Peeps, a marshmallow flavor based on the popular mm. Easter candy. Mm. Is it fair to call Peeps popular? No. And then there's Pepsi X Cracker Jacks, which the brands marketed to baseball fans during last year's baseball postseason. Really? And, and there's even Pepsi Apple Pie, a holiday-themed soda that came and went in 2020. Sadly, I am not making any of this stuff up. I just like my Pepsi straight. I, I, I don't need other stuff in there. So anyway, let's go around the horn. One more time, JP. What's your headline? I call heads. <laughs> oh God! Oh, G- okay, DJ. Uh, that brings get off my lawn to a whole new level. And Jane, my headline: another sign of the pending Pepsi apocalypse. What do you think, Jane? What is the weirdest of them all? Um, the third one. Uh, uh, it's. It's too bizarre. Yeah, are you talking the uh, all the different stuff they put in Pepsi? Yeah. Is it, is it, was that your favorite or your least favorite? <laughs> no, that that was like um, if if uh, kids could figure out what they're drinking and 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 and, and then they go back to drinking mom and dad's coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. So I think I won that one. Wow. Yeah, maybe. Thank you. Thank you, Jane. Thank you. You should call more often. <laughs> All right. Hey, Jane, thank you. Have a great weekend, and uh, 
you take care. We appreciate you listening. JP, God bless you. Thank you for I that believe I lost it. thoroughly yeah. disgusting. <laughs> God. All right. I don't know. I, I, I'm just unsettled by the past seven minutes. Uh, when we come back, let's see if uh, Mike Max can settle things down and talk twins and everything else going on out there right now in sports. Maxie, up next. That, that, that was weather for people in a hurry, okay? Just to remind you that it's windy, as if you need a weatherman to tell you which way the wind is blowing. Uh, Mike Max and his sports, brought to you by the John Schuster Group at Caldwell Banker Real Estate. Maxie, you flew back from Fort Myers today, but you had a... You had a speech, a talk down in Fort Myers this morning? I did. At about 7 a.m., I talked to a group from Minnesota in Naples, and they are a Minnesota business uh, group that meets down there. Many retired, or at least winter down there, and uh, and they have people come through from Minnesota and speak. And so uh, P.J. Wow. Fleck was there last week, and President Gable was there a couple weeks ago because they had to be down there. So I spoke about sports and whatnot, and it was great to see the many faces I haven't seen for a while. Bill McGreevy was there, and Jerry Noyce, and Mark Davis, and uh, Roger Shipper, and Bob Clefsis. And then the surprise visit was our own Susie Jones. Wow. She was in the audience today. She's down there vacationing. I didn't know she was there, and it was great to see her. I've only seen her a couple times in person, just like the rest of us, because of COVID. So it was great to see her. And, of course, uh, she had her health scare, of course, yep. um, you know, uh, almost miraculous that she was in the car accident and then found out she had stage one lung cancer, and she's been through treatment for that. And uh, and so it was just it was just good to see her in person and uh, to see all those great people down there. So I spoke to them, then hopped on a plane, and I jumped over here to the health club for a quick workout and then go in tonight because we got the news but the news is on late because the ncaa tournament ah that's it okay any any and we have no six o'clock news speaking of uh sweet 16 i mean anything that just made you do a triple take i know you've been focused on the twins but yeah um I know triple take but boy the number one seeds got bopped pretty good last night exactly uh yeah Gonzaga and, and, and Chet Holmgren had a tough first half there. And in the second half, he had he had a nice burst for about five minutes. He hit a three, changed a couple of shots, did some things, but he had foul trouble, and he couldn't really keep his team in it. The Timmy T- kid did a good job. And Arkansas is better than Gonzaga. I think that that was clear. Eric Musselman, the, of course, this, the uh, son of the uh, late Bill Musselman of uh, Timberwolves head coach and gopher head coach at one time, uh, has done quite a job down there. And then, you know, the Duke game I thought was interesting because it's Coach K, obviously, his, his final yep. go-round. But... Uh, Theo John from Champlin Park uh, Kate went there as a grad transfer from Marquette, and uh, I watched him work out this summer, ran into him, then uh, I've had him on the radio. And he, he only had two points and one rebound, but I'm telling you, he really made a contribution last night to that game and that win for Duke. He, he did a couple of real, his hustle plays, his ability to alter some things. Uh, he gave them a great spark, so as, as you watch the local kids, uh, I kind of focus on now tonight, Gabe Kelsher from uh, D. LaSalle transfer from the University of Minnesota. Uh, he had 22 for Iowa State last week. Uh, they're they're playing again tonight, so we'll keep an eye on him. So yeah, there've been some surprises. I, I, if, you, if you had a bracket, you probably don't have it anymore because when these number one seeds start falling, uh, yeah. you know everybody's out. That's what makes it cool. The, all these Cinderella stories. Yep. Hey, the Wolves, the Wolves hosting Dallas tonight. The Wild won three to two in OT over the Canucks last night. Second in the division, the Wild uh, getting their juice back right. 
Yeah, they, I mean, uh, you know, since everything's happened and now they know the roster, obviously Cam Talbot's played well for two straight games, even though Marc-Andre Fleury is sitting there uh, yeah. waiting in the wings. He'll play tomorrow night, sure. I guess, for him. Uh, so maybe they got two good goalies here going down the stretch, which uh, which would completely change the outlook of the season because it was it was just so uncertain there for a while, as game by game, as to how many goals they're going to give up. So they shore that up. And they, you know, they're right in the thick of things. You know, you still look at Colorado and, and Calgary as a step ahead of them, but they're right there. Maxie, I want you to drop and give me 20 right now. One, two, three, four. Faster, Max. Two, three. <laughs> I can't. I'm laughing too hard. <laughs> oh, man. Do you get to take a break this weekend? Or, I mean, are you all sports 24 7? A little bit of both. I think, you know, um, the, the state basketball tournament's going on. Tomorrow you got championship right. Saturday, and so I may have to peek in over there and see some of my friends. But uh, Park Center and YZ in the one final, Totino Grace, Dela Sound, another final. Um, you know, North and Caledonia have been great all year, Caledonia and Ellen and Indale. I haven't seen the games today, so I'm not up to speed on it. But uh, uh, that's that's a good day of uh, basketball tomorrow. And, of course, the Twins I, I witnessed in spring training. And they were, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. Uh, they still need some pitching, but uh, it's going to be an interesting lineup to try to pitch to if you're an opposing pitcher. Absolutely. Maxie, have a great workout and a wondrous weekend, and we'll try it again on Monday. Thank you, my friend. You too. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Jordana, up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.